Welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast for dance teachers and dance studio owners who have a passion for the art of dance. Hello, welcome to Regold's Dance Life Podcast. My name is Stacey Morgan, and I'm super excited to be talking to Regold today. How are you doing, Ray? I am doing awesome. How about you? Really well. I love it how I introduce you like it's like you're a special guest, but it's called Regold's Dance Life Podcast. You're going to be here every week. <laughs> And I love being here every week, whether I'm a guest or I'm the guy. Oh, I think you're always the guy, Ray. And today we're talking about being the guy in your studio, or the girl, I should say, and being that person that is the leader and upfront and always on show. Because it's so important as studio owners and as teachers in your studio that no matter what is going on in your world, that when you're standing in front of that group of parents or you're standing in front of that group of students, that you have your game face on, that it's performance time and that you're able to, you know, step up to the plate and, and do the very best job that you can. But that's not always easy. So today I really wanted to dive into finding that professional side and finding okay. where that comes from and how you know, maintaining that cool, calm and collected when actually all the things that are going on in the background are enough to, you know, make you want to run home and jump under, under the covers and never come out again. Okay, let's, let's go for it. Uh, I love this topic. Um, I'll start off by saying this. I've learned in the last couple of years that when it piles on, I step into the leadership role. If it's medium, I panic. <laughs> when it's catastrophic, something takes over me that says, okay, if you panic here, everyone else around you is going to panic. Mm -hmm. And as every studio owner who's listening knows, uh, if we were to go into the studio, let's say I lost my lease or I got 30 days notice that I had to move. Most everyone's reaction would be that day going on social media and saying, can you believe this has happened to me and my studio and probably talk about it with their faculty and talk about it in the lobby of their studio just because of the shock of the situation and the need for somebody to say, wow, this is catastrophic and you can do it. In my mind, I must say this is catastrophic. Notice I did a little hesitation but it'll be more catastrophic if I get my entire world involved in this problem. So here I am, 30 days I have to find my new location. And I'm out that afternoon looking at space, thinking as I'm driving around looking at space, how will I tell everybody about this? In my head, I probably will go like this. I will find a space. And if I don't find the space in 30 days, maybe I negotiate to get another 15. Or I actually close for 15. Because that is the situation before me at this time. 
But now I get the chance to move into a studio that is twice the size of the space that we were in that we can no longer be in. So instead of acting like I've had this catastrophic occurrence, I say, I can't wait. I've been looking for a new space for our home that will make us more comfortable, give us more classrooms. I am so excited. And guess what? We get to do it in three weeks, exclamation point. Does that make sense, what I just said? Oh, absolutely. And it's all, you know, that positivity and finding that positive spin on that catastrophic moment can't come when you're in, you know, amygdala hijack, when you're completely in fight or flight mode, when you're having, you know, you've gone into threat state, you're having a, a conniption. But it can come if you're looking for it with clarity once you've been able to take a breath. So I think it's really important that, you know, you do have that moment of going, oh, but that you are able to come out of that and then come up with a game plan before you've gone on social media and before you've run into those parents at the fo in the foyer and before you've freaked out your entire staff who think they're suddenly going to lose their jobs. So think of, right. That I was going to go there. So think about this. I'm that teacher who does panic because I'm new at this. I now am scaring the people who have costume money do mm -hmm. or have paid costume money for the year. And this is happening to me in January. As you said, I have a faculty and staff that's unsure. So my panicking, even if I told everybody, if I tell everybody in a panic mode, I'm not doing myself any favors. If I tell everybody in a leader role, I say to them what I just told you. I say this, hey, you guys, this is pretty big. This is a dramatic change, one I did not expect but know that I'm gonna turn this into a positive. I'm gonna see if I can find us a larger space and this isn't the end of the world. I think if I say it the right way, our clientele will appreciate our journey. <laughs> and even if I am panicked on the inside, that is the leader in me. That's why I own the business. This wouldn't just be for a dance studio owner. This is a leader who must keep the morale up. And so many of us in the studio owner world <laughs> share our catastrophic occurrences with the whole world because we desire that it's going to be okay thing. I'm yep. telling you, you can tell yourself it's going to be okay and pretty much guarantee you that you do not need everybody to be involved. But I Ooh. think also as well, Ree, it's important to have a few close people that you surround yourself with that you can go to when something really like really bad goes down. Because if without those, and I, you know, when I talk about those people, I don't mean your favorite parent at the dance studio or your favorite staff member. I mean, somebody completely external from, from your organization that you can go to and go, look, it's been a really bad day. 
<laughs> it's this has happened and this has happened and what am I going to do and have that little moment but just that moment has to not be public and has to not be in front of people um, who are really big stakeholders in the business I agree with you 100% we all have those people in our lives we need to stick with those people when it comes to these kind of occurrences and know this as we grow older i like to say mature <laughs> as we mature in life catastrophic occurrences will happen more and more in our lives we will be forced to be the leader in our personal lives those of you who are listening that have children there are times when you're forced to be that leader. Your, your role is to make that child feel safe. Our role in business as a leader is to make them feel safe, that they can look up at us even if we are unstable in every area. When it comes to our business, they go, they're stable. They make stable decisions. I trust the decisions. Then people won't ask you questions. Yeah. And you may not feel that you have that stability, but it's about, you know, practicing it. It's a muscle, right? You've got to, well, it's like a muscle. It's not actually a muscle, but it's like a muscle. You've got to practice that. And it's where, when you have the little things and you start working it, that you prepare yourself for the big moments in life. Because as you said, they will come. No and listen, listen to this flip side. <laughs> I make the move into the new space. I start getting all of these new students because now I'm fresh and new to my new space. I'm getting all these flowers from other businesses and congratulations on my new space. And this catastrophic occurrence turned into one of the best things that I could have done for my business. And it was the man or woman or your spiritual being up there that pushed you into a place that you must go. So so sometimes you have to look at these things and say, okay, this is not good, but I have a feeling this will become more clear if I settle in a little and think about the reality of this situation. We get kicks in the butt is how I refer to it a lot in life. And it feels like we should, our reaction should be, why me? Why me? Our reactions should be, where is this taking me? With an attitude of, okay, I'm not sure, but I'm willing to go with the flow. Because if I don't go with the flow, then I'm going to be unhappy because we're not staying the same. Yeah. What can I learn from this? What's this going to teach me? Yes. I feel like this. It's interesting you should say that. I've had studios. I grew up as a dancer in this studio. My mom was a dance teacher. I ran dance competitions. I feel like life prepared me exactly for where I am now. And even the experience that I'm having now in life 
which are new and different because as you get older, you experience things that are different from when you're in your 30s or your 20s. And I look at it now and I say, I'm still learning and some of the tough stuff because I'm a motivational speaker and I work with teachers. I feel like I'm a better teacher because of the stuff that I have experienced where I can, I understand that feeling because this life has been so long that at one point I felt exactly the same way. But here's how I pulled myself out of that place. Ooh, that was kind of deep. <laughs> it was, me, but it's good. Because, you know, that, that discomfort. And I'm like, I must admit, listening to you talking about this, I'm thinking back to some of the catastrophes. And I say that in inverted commas because they're not, I don't see them as catastrophes now, but they were at the time. Some of those catastrophes, I feel sick in the stomach now just rethinking about them. But that. Oh, me um, too. Wait, I don't mean to interrupt you. That's not polite, everybody who's <laughs> listening. But I, the reason I say this now is I look back as I made many mistakes. What I preach now is not how I always handled this. I shared cat catastrophic occurrences with the whole world. And now I can look back and say what it gave me was the sympathy. What it gave me was everybody else was miserable with me. Yeah. So it's not, don't blame anything on, I think our society has made us share yeah. <laughs> everything. So I just wanted to jump in and say that. Don't look back and go, wow, I could have done better. Look forward and say, oh, okay. Exactly. <laughs> and that discomfort is, you know, is a surefire sign that you're growing that you're moving forward, that bigger things are to come. It doesn't feel great at the time, but you know, or you always find that you come out of it on the other side with so much um, more learning and so much more growth. And as a business owner, that growth is super important. I agree. So for our listeners, um, couple points as we, we wind this down, don't, don't make everything a catastrophic occurrence either. Meaning, yeah, so you did find yourself in this, you got to be out in 30 days situation. But at the same time, three of the kids' costumes are not going to come in on time. I have to look at that and say, I am not going to make this a catastrophic occurrence. I'm going to replace those costumes and I'll put every kid in a different costume because this is minor compared to the catastrophic occurrences that I am currently dealing with. We can't go through this life and go, another catastrophic one, another catastrophic one, because they're not all catastrophic. Half Some of them are blessings do, in disguise. Though. Some people do. They just go from one drama to the next drama. It's exhausting to watch. I can't even imagine how exhausting it is to live. Oh, and then in the end, what'd you do? You, you bitched your whole life. Excuse my language, our listeners. You bitched <laughs> your whole life. People go and what are they going to say about you? Make an impact. Stand for something. Be a leader. 
Okay, that those were the words that I could come up with. <laughs> Let's talk about that spin, Ree, before we wrap up, though, because um, finding that positive spin on something when you're really stuck mm. in the what am I going to do moment is really difficult. What can people do to kind of think about how they can bring a positive out of a negative? I think that almost everything that occurs, even the most catastrophic, can be turned into a negative. How you get there is you spend some time thinking before you act. So, well, let's go back to our uh, example, which is I got 30 days to find a new studio. For the first three or four days, I know that I cannot panic. What I must do in those, I can't sue the, hear this, because this is where everybody's mind would go. I can't go sue the landlord. I could, and that's an option down the road. I can't go bitch and complain to the town because I feel i am been unjustly treated and all of that. I must spend the first three or four days securing a space. That is where my focus is. Now, if there's other things that I could do after I've secured the space, because that will make me feel awesome, I can take those other things on. So for me, it would be taking on the situation and saying, how do I fix this? Like your mind doesn't go, why me? Your mind goes, what do I do? How do I make this a positive? That's the first place that your mind goes rather than the catastrophic. I look, I go, why? Why is this happening? I can't go, why is this happening until later? I go straight into fix it mode. I'm straight into action. Often, I don't think that's wrong. Action. That's a good word to describe exactly what I was saying. A sec. Action. What, what else can you do? Action is good, but no, but I've learned from my mistakes that you don't make this big decisions with that emotion running. So action in terms of looking for the new space and going out and seeing others and brainstorming where you could put walls and floors and mirrors and all of that kind of stuff, but don't pay the deposit. <laughs> Okay, I will agree <laughs> with you on that. That was a very good point for our listeners. Yes, yes, you continue to think. You continue to look. You don't jump at the first opportunity. You have to be patient, even though you're nervous because now you only have 26 days left and you only have 25 days left. That is not going to stop you from doing the job you must do, which is to get the space. Yeah. And then at the end, you're 15 days away, you call the landlord and you say, there's just no way I could pull this off. Any chance I can have seven more days? Any chance I can have 15 more days? You, you finagle or you go find this space you're going to run in for two weeks and make a celebration out of it. Bring a friend and... Special timetable. Yeah, like like I look at it and go, how can I turn this into a positive? What can I do here to make it so that the public does not know that I even am flinched by this? 
turning it into a positive, not just good studio advice, Ree, but good life advice as well. I like it. I, I agree with you. And in life, we go through things that, that we don't understand or that are beyond our control. But I think they're all things that we're learning from. If you actually stop and think that way, you can fall off the wagon every once in a while, have a mental breakdown. I do it. I know what they're like for all our listeners who may not think Re knows that. Re knows it. But I work every day to be the guy that we're talking about or the gal for you guys. Uh, that we're talking about here today. I love Why it. not enjoy the journey? As I say, I know I'm blowing our ending by saying that, but I'll ask <laughs> this, we'll close this one by asking a question. Why not enjoy the journey? Why not turn almost everything into a positive? When something changes or you have a loss, why not be grateful that you had it before it changed or you, you, you experience whatever you experience before the loss. Why not look at life that way? Uh, you notice all the negative stuff and it bears on your soul, bears on your personality, bears on your children if you're raising them under that pressure. Enjoy the journey, sincerely. I love it, Ray. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Bye, everybody. Have a great day. I'm not going to say enjoy the journey because I've said it already. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Regold's Dance Life Podcast. Learn more about joining the International Dance Entrepreneurs Association, the Dance Life Teacher Conference, and the Dance Life Retreat Center at regold.com. Or follow Regold's Dance Life on Facebook. Enjoy the journey. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 